Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens played the clock in Spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks! and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a call-in question from a listener named Sunny. Hi, my name is Sunny. I really like snakes, and my question is, what if snakes and lizards were friends? Goodbye. Ah, snakes and wizards getting along at last. I love it. Thank you, Sunny. Now, we also have one secret patron question from Maeve, which we'll reveal a little later. Now, I'd like to jump straight into our story and find out what if snakes and wizards were friends, plus a secret patron question from Maeve. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got The Cure, three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Abacus P. Grumbler was a great and powerful wizard. Although, after about a thousand years of making magical mistakes, both big and small, he didn't always feel all that great about his decisions. Oh, what shall I do? What shall I do? The stakes have never been higher. One wrong choice could spell disaster. The old professor was standing at the counter of a Kidna candy store trying to choose between about a hundred different types of candy bars and candies, and clicking on top of the counter with only the mildest impatience was the owner of Echidna Candy Store. 
can-do echidna themselves. Oh, I appreciate the gravity of this decision for you, Abacus. But I must remind you that all of my candy is delightful. So I think it's time you made up your mind. Or get out of line! There was a bit of a line of impatient customers forming behind the wizard. Yes, I wanted to eat candy before my mid-afternoon nap. And if I stand here any longer with these marshmallows, my fire breath may melt them. You're all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll just get out of line. Oh, no, you don't have to do that. Slithered a soft voice from the back of the line. It was Silver Serpent, a 20-foot-long silvery snake with platinum eyes and a pattern of large black shining diamonds that stretched down her scaly back and shone like obsidian. Silver Serpent, my old friend. It's uh, been a while. The 20-foot-long serpent was coiled around a few bags of candy she was intending to buy. Abacus, just remember... A decision made beats a decision delayed. <sighs> Advice that rhymes. So hard to resist. Imperfect choices on the winding path to joy teach us something new. Was that a haiku? That's even more poetic. Kandu Echidna shook their rainbow-colored quills, getting the wizard's attention. <clears throat> All kinds are kindly welcome here, even the indecisive. But please buy something or I fear this crowd may get derisive. I don't know what derisive means, but if I don't get candy soon, I'm gonna start insulting people! Oh my. I will take one can-do bar, please. Very good. And did you hear about today's two-for-one special? Oh, why'd you do it? I'm just going to take a nap. Hello, somebody ate all of these marshmallows I was holding. <laughs> I can do this. I'll also take can-do buttercups. I did it. Congratulations. Please get out. Thank you, can-do. I, I think it was that... Last poem of yours that really put the- Next. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll be going then. Abacus exited Echidna Candy Store and looked at his candy bar and candy buttercups, trying to decide which one to eat first. Candy butter is both sweet and savory, but the candy bar has caramel. Maybe I should have gotten something with dark chocolate. I, I hear that's healthier or something. Who am I even talking to? Just then, Silver Serpent slithered out. A reusable cloth tote slung over her neck, holding several bags of candy. Thanks for your help back there, Silver. Oh yeah, like any time, Wiz. So, uh, big plans tonight, huh? Oh, this is just for a small gathering. You wouldn't be interested. <laughs> oh, why don't you tell me about it and let the decisive new abacus decide? Uh, it's just a bunch of wizards and snakes. And you know, like other people too. But mostly wizards and snakes. Because they're such good friends. Yeah, you know, mostly. Like you and me. Yeah, abacus, I just don't think it's going to be for you. We all take turns deciding which candy we should try. And then deciding which games we should play. I just think it'd be a lot for you. Uh, nonsense, I'll 
show you how decisive I can be while I walk you home. If that's alright by you. Sure, whatever, Wiz. Then off we go! They walked and slithered, respectively, past a number of shops on their way out of town. But Abigus carefully kept his head down. He didn't want to see something cool through a window, and then have to try to decide whether or not he wanted to buy it. Or if he really needed it, or if he could afford it. Or, I get it, I get it, there are decisions all around us. Like what? I said it sounds like us need to make a decision now. Weird way of saying it, but yeah, we're at the fork in the road, but both paths lead to my burrow. The path on the left-hand side was warm, sunny, and inviting. Speaking of inviting, have you thought about whether you might uh, invite me to this party yet? Abacus, you can't use something the narrator says as a segue. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, back to the decision. Abacus looked down the right-hand path, which led into a murky thicket of trees, where almost all sunlight was blocked out and a layer of mist formed on the ground. A decrepit old wooden sign pointing down the path read, Nog Log Bog. I find that title rather intriguing, so the decisive abacus will go that way. Curiosity Wiz, I love that. See you later. And the silver serpent started slithering into the Nog Log Bog, quickly disappearing into the mist that clung to the ground. Wait up, Silver! I'm right behind you! Boldly and indecisively stepping along. The Nog Log Bog was full of strange noises, and the ground was muddy, soft, and slippery all at once. Nothing my crocs can't handle. Nope, bad choice. That's not a good choice. And then, with one sinking step, Abacus realized he was standing in the bog itself. So, like, be careful, Abacus. The logs can get you across the nog bog. Unless you're like a reptile, then you could probably swim across. I will take the log route. Way to be decisive. Okay, see you later. And she was already swimming across the bog. Abacus had to act quick or risk losing her. There were three logs floating in front of him. The logs themselves were wider and flatter than your typical swamp log, and when he tested each one with a foot, it made a sloshy, hollow sound. Uh, that must be the nog inside the log. And that's when he noticed that the three logs each had a little label on them. Eggnog, right? Veglog, well, that must be vegan. Oh, nutmeg log, interesting. Each of the logs also had one big hollow twig growing right up out of the middle of it, acting as both a handle and a straw, so you can sip the nog as you go. Oh, delightful. I think possibly a little weird. Like, it's okay, Abacus. I believe in you, echoed the voice of Silver Serpent. Some decisions are important to weigh carefully. Echoed Abacus right back. I've never heard that advice in, like, rhyme form. Uh, well, I say, hear your fear, share your fear, which sort of rhymes, and clear your fear, because, yes, I like the ring of that. Hear your fear, share your fear, clear your fear. That rhymes okay. 
Not sure it's catchy enough to qualify as wisdom, but uh, you do you. Party's starting soon. All right, all right, all right. Big log, yes. And Abacus carefully grabbed the long twig-like straw growing out of the vague log and stepped carefully on top. It swayed a little, but didn't move. I thought this was going to, like, motor me magically across the bog. What am I doing wrong? He could hear a silver serpent swimming slowly away. Maybe I have to drink it, I, I guess. Well, I, I do hear that the, the coconut milk can actually make a really nice nog or some... <sniffs> All right, not bad. Could use a little nutmeg, but... And the nog sailed suddenly one-third of the way across the bog before stopping in front of three fresh logs. Oh, again? I don't want to fill up on nog before the party. Abacus took off his purple wizard's hat and waved it about in front of the logs to clear away some mist and read the labels. Okay, here we have <coughs> Greg Log. Greg? Okay. Neg Log, like uh, negativity? Uh, I don't like the sound of that. All right, third time's the charm, let's go. Hairy Leg Nog. No, no, uh, no, sorry. Oh boy. Why did I think the nogs would just keep getting better? Well, I don't know much about this Greg Nog, but I certainly don't want hairy leg nog, so I guess I'll just try the Neg Nog. And he stepped on, taking a sip. Hmm, tastes like the absence of egg. Negative egg nog. Feel like there was no good decision to make in that. Uh... And now Abacus was two thirds of the way across the bog. One more decision to go. Come on, yummy nogs! Abacus waved away some more mist and put his purple hat back on his head. A frog nog. Oh, but what part of the frog? Ah, the unclog nog. You know what? I think I prefer to remain clogged right now, if I'm being honest. Well, then here we go. The hot dog fog log. What? Why? And finally... A fourth log gently floated across the bog to bump into the other three. Well, here we go. The wizard lizard nog log. I'm one of those two things. It's perfect. <laughs> Tastes like wizard lizard. Not in a good way. <laughs> but Abacus didn't have time to regret his decision because he'd already turned into a lizard. And not a talking lizard, as you might expect, but just a normal lizard-brained lizard hungry for bugs. The wizard lizard Noglog quickly sped across the rest of the bog, depositing the little wizard abacus on the far shore, where he quickly began hunting for bugs, not realizing that he was being hunted himself. So, like, I don't know if you know this, but... I'm a snake. Sort of eat lizards sometimes, because otherwise those lizards would eat all the bugs, you know? It's like part of the natural order. A little lizard didn't understand any of this. He just tried to scramble away. But the serpent lashed out like silver lightning and wrapped the lizard up. Okay, I'm running late to my party, so I'm just gonna, like, eat you up real quick, okay? But the lizard that was once Abacus just blinked and licked its eye. Silver Surfer noted that the little lizard had a purple crest atop its head, 
in a strangely conical shape, unlike any lizard she'd ever seen. It filled her with a feeling she hadn't felt in a long time. Doubt. Huh, there's like something telling me not to eat this lizard right now. I don't know, guess maybe I'm not hungry. Okay, into the candy sack you go, lizard. I'll eat you later. And as she slithered to the front door of her burrow, she couldn't help but remember some rhyming advice she'd heard recently. Hear your fear. Share your fear. Clear your fear. Whatever. I'm not afraid of lizards, so I don't know why I'm thinking of that. Petrina the pirate, an old and powerful spellcaster, was one of the first to arrive. I see you must have gone to a kid in a candy store. What have you got in there? Asked Petrina. Oh, lizard, said Silver. You want some? I've been trying to cut down on me swamp reptiles of late. Yeah, yeah, maybe me too. I don't know. What do you mean by that, Silver? Share your fear, echoed the voice in her mind. But she saw other guests arriving and quickly got distracted. Many snakes showed with scintillating scales of every color you can imagine. And witches, wizards, and warlocks arrived in their brightest, most fashionable robes. Not to mention a few other friends from all across What If World. The party was in full swing. But Silver couldn't quite enjoy herself today. Every time that lizard wriggled around in her bag of candy, she felt that feeling of doubt again. Why the long face? asked Candu Echidna, who, being an echidna, was rather an expert on long faces. Sorry, Candu. I'm just a little distracted. Don't have to apologize to me. I just thought you might need to talk about it. So I caught this lizard, and I put it in my bag of candy, and Silver Serpent opened the bag. There was the little wizard, sitting atop the candy, and taking turns, staring at a Candu bar and a can-do butter cup. There's just something weird about this lizard, right? I get it. I gave up eating termites, even though I'm an echidna. Now I just eat gummy termites. Want a gummy termite? No, thanks. More for me. And as can-do ate their gummy termites with their very long tongue, Petrina the pirate came to look at the little lizard and the bag of candy. I have never seen such an indecisive lizard before. Yeah, me neither. And like, its little purple lizard crest on its head kind of reminds me of something. Hey, I see. Almost like a, a wizard's hat, I'd say. Petrina, you're like a genius. Or maybe I'm just very much not a genius, but... Let's go with me being a genius. Do you know how to turn a lizard back into a wizard by any chance? Oh, it's Abacus, now I see. And Petrina started weaving her magic, pulling deep, dark strings of light through the sky in a complicated pattern around the little lizard. Just hold on tight, little wizard lizard. And as Petrina pulled the last string of magic tight and snapped off the thread with her incisor tooth, Maybe I should check the serving size on the Kandu buttercup. No, 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 I'll just eat the Kandu butter. Where am I? You're in my party, Epicus. Oh, Silver, you invited me back to your parties. I promise I'll never share my doubts with you again. Only fun. Actually, it was listening to her doubts that kept Silver Serpent from eating you up altogether. Uh, uh, 
And yes, well, that, that was the lesson I was uh, imparting all along, I'm sure. Would you just come join the party, Abacus? Consider this party started. Sure, then why don't you just pick out the first game? I've decided exactly the game we should play. Well, like, I'm impressed, Wiz. She is this bog full of logs full of nog. We can take turns trying them and see how terrible they are. The end. Maybe we should, like, consider the consequences of playing that game. Like, how it could be gross? Well, Maeve and Sunny, thank you so much for your questions. Maeve's question was, what if a wizard turned into a lizard? And you can become a patron just like Maeve by checking us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. You get ad-free episodes released a day early, monthly bonus episodes, and much more. That's patreon.com slash whatifworld. Today, I'm also delighted to tell you about Story Button, a listening device for kids that has over 10,000 curated stories, podcasts, audiobooks, and more with no fees or subscriptions. Your kids can be in control of the quality content they listen to, like the What If World podcast. And you can go to storybutton.com to find out more. Zizi here. And Zach! To shout out Elsa, who's in kindergarten and her birthday is in December. She goes to Sabin Elementary School and she loves Zizi. And Zach, because we're almost the same age as her. And because she thinks we're funny! Good uncle here. With Skelly the Squid. To shout out Mason, age six, who listens every night. And his little brother Max, age four. Mason loves me, Uncle. And me for the dog just ain't I. And Max loves Scully the Squid. Mason also loves Legos, Captain Underpants, Dogman, Zelda, and Mega Man. While Max loves vintage cars, antiques, and Legos. And even their parents enjoy listening. So thank you all for your support. And I'd like to thank... Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know it's healthy to examine your doubts and share them with your loved ones. And until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>